Thank you for joining me again in a new episode of Paranormally Speaking. But first, a word from our sponsor. Current events, current events. Who's ready for some current events? I've got a few for you. As if people haven't been thoroughly warned about dealing with such supernatural phenomenon, such pseudoscience as what I'm about to tell you. Shows like The X-Files, Stranger Things, Fringe, so many shows, movies in general, um, dealing with opening doorways, windows to alternate dimensions, multiverses, parallel universes. Stephen King's Mist comes to mind. Scientists are now hunting for a mirror universe and attempting to open portals into it. Imagine a world where everything is exactly the same as this one, but no one knows of its existence, even though it could be staring you right in the face. These are called mirror universes, a parallel world in a different time and space. While this prospect may seem a bit far-fetched for many, uh, Leah... Brazaud believes that these parallel universes are actually very real. In fact, she, along with her colleagues at Oak Ridge National Laboratory in Tennessee, are on the hunt for a mirror universe and plan on opening portals to them. Inter-universe portals. Brazard is attempting to open a portal to a parallel universe by what she calls oscillation, which would eventually lead her to mirror matter, to conduct these experiments during the upcoming summer. Brazaud will send a beam of subatomic particles down a 50-foot tunnel past a powerful magnet and into an impenetrable wall. This reminds me so much of the scene from Stranger Things where they have the high magnetic resolution generator with reverse magnetic polarity beaming subatomic particles through a reverse-engineered prospect directly into an inanimate object such as a wall or a barrier of some sort and opening these portals and of course you end up opening a mirror universe much like the upside down and stranger things so what's the point in all of this well if the setup is just right some of these particles will transform into mirror image versions of themselves allowing them to tunnel right through the wall if it works this would be the first proof of a mirror universe the whole experiment will only take around a day, but analyzing the data will take many weeks afterward. Either way, it won't be long before the results are published. The mirror universe, assuming they actually exist, these mirror worlds would have their own laws of mirror physics and its own mirror history. While there isn't going to be an evil doppelganger, we hope, on of everyone on Earth or the mirror Earth, scientists might find mirror atoms or mirror rocks, maybe even mirror planets and stars. They may even form an entire world similar to this one, but completely cut off from it. So how did this all come about? Many people would be wondering how such an idea would even come around in the first place. As with many scientific discoveries, it started with nothing more than a majority of the people that would disregard tiny discrepancies as many scientific discoveries it started with nothing more than that researchers found that neutrons created in particle beams similar to one that Brizard would use 
late, uh, they would last 14 minutes and 48 seconds on average before decaying into protons. However, neutrons stored in a laboratory bottle seem to break down a bit faster in 14 minutes and 38 seconds on average. That's all there is to it, 10 seconds. I might, uh, it might not sound like much, but the difference should be zero as all neutrons are exactly the same and they should decay at exactly the same rate no matter where they are or what they are doing. This links into an idea from about a decade ago from Anatoly Serbrov and Petersburg, uh, Petersburg Nuclear Physicists Institute in Russia. Serbrov came up with the idea that ordinary neutrons sometimes cross over into the mirror world and transform into mirror neutrons, where they would no longer be detectable, as if they had vanished or ceased to exist. Broussard goes on to explain that this is while the life of the neutrons would look wrong and shorter, they would have actually been disappearing from the test equipment while the researchers were studying them, giving the impression of them decaying faster. But if mirror universes were real, and Broussard and her team did find them, what if they managed to open a portal? The world would never be the same again, and everyone would see it completely differently compared to how they do now. Who knows what waits for us on the other side? But of course, if we pay attention to anything in pop culture with and television and movies and science fiction novels, uh, the actual fact within that fiction may be a lot stranger than the fiction itself. Now, this is an amazing story. This came across to me earlier today. It was sent to me from a trusted contact in regards to a flying bird on Mars. NASA's Curiosity rover may have captured a flying bird on Mars. According to Scott C. Wiring, a world-renowned UFO conspiracy theorist, in one of a series of Im images taken by Curiosity on June 24, 2019, an anomalous object appears in the sky above the Martian landscape. This flying bird on Mars was found by Marcelo Lazaratu, who actually found a bird flying across the surface of Mars, captured last week by the Curiosity rover. Waring wrote on his blog, noting the shot may have been taken by accident. He also suggested that it could possibly be a UFO. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Are the giants really among us? Did they ever leave? Where did they go? The Nephilim Chronicles, Fallen Angels in the Ohio Valley. Giant humans called the Nephilim once roamed the earth. The Nephilim Chronicles, Fallen Angels in the Ohio Valley documents the migration of the counted giants in the Bible known as the Amorites to North America. This blog 
the Nephilim Chronicles is dedicated to the historic documents that shows this mysterious chapter in the Bible, and actually that it's true. Fifty giant tombs were just recently discovered on the banks of the Ohio River and believed to be the King's Graveyard, as it was called. Corn Island is located at the southern bend of the Ohio River. It was flooded by the construction of the dam in the 1920s. The other cemetery contains the bones of 50 dead kings, or being referred to as kings. The tombs are made of rough, hewn stone, and the occupants were all men. Not one of was less than six and a half to seven feet high. They were buried in sitting posture, and their faces turned toward the rising sun, and their weapons must have been buried with them. Evidently, placed on their laps, according to reports. But the peculiar coincidence is that the left temple of each had been crushed in by some blunt instrument, whether it was as religious rite or a precaution against burying them alive is a matter of surmise. One would surmise that considering the writer who opened one of the graves with Professor Green, the eminent geologist and at one time state geologist of Indiana, believes it was a religious rite. The School of History of Kentucky says when the first white settlers arrived at Louisville, they found piles of human skeletons on Corn Island, and some are found there now. To the early settlers, it appeared that there had been a great battle fought and that one tribe had been entirely wiped out. All of the skeletons were those of people of medium stature, save one, that of a man, and he must have been seven feet tall, according to the reports. On the banks of the falls to this day are found to be found thousands of Indian arrows and spearheads with an occasional battle axe. And once a stone owl was found that had probably been fashioned by one of the prehistoric people at that time. The description represents the concrete facts and is the cooperative evidence of the weird tale told by Mrs. Kelly and her ancestors and their mystic chant of the vanishing of a strange race of people. The story had better be given in her own words to the writer of this narrative. Valentine Kelly, who was a spiritualist, told the writer that he was once standing on a shed near the royal tombs when a gigantic white man with yellow hair peered in at the window. He said he saw him as clear as he could, for it was broad daylight and he could not have made a mistake. However, Mr. Kelly was a firm believer in ghosts and hobgoblins, and it may be that he did not actually see yellow hair, but he believed to be the time of his death he had seen him. He permitted Professor Green and the writer to open two of the graves on his farm, but stopped further evacuating, excavating, sorry, as he said the scientist would soon dig up the best part of his farm if he permitted them to do so. But there were originally 50 of the tombs and now more than 40 remain. The high water washed away some of them, and two were opened by men. One of the best-known archaeologists of Indiana, Dr. W.F. Work, 
of Charlestown, Indiana, found seven similar stones 13 miles from the scene, and he noticed that the left temple of each dead man was crushed in, and that the bones of those were men of gigantic stature. Dr. Work spent much time in exploring the habitations of the cliff dwellers of Arizona, and was written has written much on the subject. He believes yellow hair people were the Mandan Indians. Orlando Hobbs, also an archaeologist authority of Indiana, and a man known widely for his learning and research, holds this opinion as well. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Now, these are some great reviews I'm about to read. This is uh, one reason I keep writing, because obviously my words are making an impact in a positive way. Sure, there's going to be negativity. There's going to be people that are not going to like what I write or not like the way I write. But all it does is inspire me to be better than the last book I released. Now, this top review is for my very first book that I released, Paranormal Chronicles, Tales of Humor, Horror, and the Absolutely Strange. This was a way for me to test the waters as an author to see if people would actually take me seriously and want to read what I've experienced, what I've been told, what I've seen with my own eyes, or what I'm writing from just a story that's been relayed to me. This top review says, I've wanted this book for years. I'm so happy that I finally got it. Thank you so much for that. That was from Country Boy 2448 uh, Next review is from a fellow author named Parker Stevens. She says, I really enjoyed this book because it was well-researched and you can tell that the author loves what he does. You can tell by reading this book that this is near and dear to him. Loved it. Well, that was awfully nice of you. Thank you so much for that, Parker Stevens. Another Amazon customer, it's anonymous, says, this is a great story. I like learning about anything in Ohio. It's fun to bring up in conversation and have a book to use as reference with real-life research. Very awesome. Thank you so much for that anonymous from Amazon. Another anonymous says, Neil is a great writer and I enjoy his work. He is a native of Chillicothe and I know he works diligently to provide accurate information. Thank you so much for that anonymous. And the next review is by M. Moretta. Uh, says, I was very impressed with this short story compilation. I highly recommend this book to all book lovers. You will get pulled in right away. Well, thank you so much for my fans and for the kind words you put on to the reviews and inspiring me to do great and better things and to be a better person in general and to not lose that, that flair that I have within a creative streak and to continue to provide worthwhile stories that more and more people and the same that already like my stuff will continue to read. 
I especially love the book reviews written about my award-winning book, Haunted Holidays. This is what people are saying about this book. Neil Parks has done it again, haunting at its best. Haunted Holidays is filled with nonstop paranormal action, from Halloween all the way to New Year. Haunted Holidays reveals horrifying true paranormal encounters, mind-blowing. You won't be able to put this book down. Spectacular stocking stuffer for all holidays or any time of the year. Haunted Holidays has my two thumbs up, along with a five-star rating. And that's from Karen Vance Hammond, author of Shoe Marks. Uh, next one is from a sixth grade reading teacher from Ohio. That's what she put in the review. I just needed to say that I have just finished reading Neil's third book, Haunted Holidays. It is so good, and I'm so incredibly proud of him. It is truly scary and also a great testimony of, to faith. If you are looking for a great read, digitally download it now or buy it in paperback. Now, this next review says this book was terrific. It was super well-written, interesting, and spooky. I absolutely loved how the book tied an individual holiday and showed how ghosts can be found in each of them. I am a teacher, and I think each of these stories will make great read-alouds as we get close to each holiday season because they are short and can be read within a few minutes. Additionally, I love how this book showed that ghosts can actually be angels, too. Really entertaining. And that was from initials DH, who is also a school teacher. Uh, this is from Megan Floyd with Elite Entertainment. Very enjoyable read of local haunts. Interesting tales of things that most have heard stories of over the years. Looking forward to reading more from Neil Parks. And the last review for this book. For Neil Parks, the holiday season begins a little earlier than for most folks, although he's hoping to in some way change that feeling. The local paranormal investigator's third book, Haunted Holidays, features a series of 12 short stories about paranormal phenomenon experienced in the periods between Halloween and New Year's Eve, and that is from hellnotes.com. Look them up. This next story comes out of Wales. It's fascinating. It was shared with me late last week, over the weekend, really. Haunted house owners record mystery screams so scary that they've actually abandoned their property. The terrified owners of a house in a Welsh town have said they were forced to flee when they heard strange sounds coming from underneath their home. Alan and Christine Tate have even made recordings of these sounds of screaming and heavy knocking they say have been coming from under the basement since June of 2018. The couple describe hearing women and children screaming, heavy knocking, and men talking in a foreign language. Alan Tate said he has hundreds of hours of recordings from recording equipment he places inside two 1.5-meter channels he dug into the walls. Writing on an online petition page, he says, I believe serious crimes may have been committed underneath the floor of my basement. I have dug out two 1.5-meter shafts to get audio recordings. He described the sounds as a woman screaming in a sexual fashion, dogs barking, a printing press running, a motorbike, a car horn honking, and what sounds like a police siren. Within weeks, they left their 
a Meniford home of 11 years, to live in a camper van and vow never to return to the property. Christine Tate told Wales Online, it was like a flushing noise that I heard at first. I told Alan about it and that I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. He left his phone in the bathroom with the recorder on to try to pick up the source of the noise, and then we could hear a machine running. We started to record all over the house, and we picked up sounds of chains, a motorbike starting, and people screaming. The couple believe that the noises are coming from underneath the basement that sits below the kitchen. Mrs. Tate explained, All I really want is an explanation. Why are there people screaming? There must have been something going on here. We have placed microphones all over the place because we wanted to prove our, or disprove what we were hearing and experiencing. We put microphones at the front of the house, at the back of the house, inside and out, and in the basement. The device we left in the basement picked up the screaming and other noises. The other devices, which were recorded simultaneously at the front and back of the property, picked up nothing at all. The property itself lies hidden down a narrow alleyway. The basement is now sealed off and has no direct access, other than down a small hole with nine feet of darkness below it. The pair now travel around the UK trying to spread the word to get the house properly looked at, and have even set up a petition to get the authorities to investigate. Unable to return to the house, they believe men, women, and children are living, sleeping, and working underneath their house. They have been floated the possibility of people trafficking or drug manufacturing. We don't want to go back until the matter has been resolved, Mr. Tate said. I think we're dealing with a serious criminal gang here. I think our lives could be in danger if they knew where we were. Some of the recordings I have heard are truly worrying, their online petition reads. This matter needs an urgent and full investigation from either proper authorities or paranormal experts. And I've got to tell you, the sounds that are in this recording are absolutely chilling. And I have recorded and heard many sounds and samples of electronic voice phenomenon, EVPs, in my 20-plus years of doing this type of research. And the sounds that they recorded coming from inside their own home, based on the location of where it is, none of these things that you hear or um, the sounds that are being made should really be there at all. So I, I'm going to play the recording for you. I started playing it late last night, and it gave me chills, literally, which doesn't happen a whole lot. But not knowing the source of these sounds, whether they are man-made in the present or manifested from some metaphysical being or things and events that happened in the past that were truly terrifying and horrifying for whomever experienced them, you be the judge yourself on this. And like I said... Be prepared to have the hair stand on the back of your neck because these are sounds that are really uncomfortable to listen to.
these are all sounds that are as clear as day coming from their basement, beneath the basement, mind you. Dude had to dig up foundation and, and dig into like a chasm that's beneath, almost a like an ancient tunnel that's beneath the house itself. And all of these sounds are coming through those holes as clear as day. They have no definite answer or explanation as to what's causing them, why it's happening. Uh, especially all of a sudden, they've lived in this property for 11 years. And the sounds started f- to be faint and over time got more aggressive. And after he dug these holes into the foundation itself to make the sound come through clearer, uh, there's really no explanation as to what could have caused it. But the case is definitely still open. Well, that's all for tonight. Thank you for your undivided attention. And I'll see you soon. Keep watching the skies.